0: Good morning. Welcome to the Medical Affairs Professional Society's MedTech Focus Area Working Group's two-part podcast series on medical device cybersecurity. This is a follow-up to a published white paper on the safety impact of medical device cybersecurity. In this first podcast, we'll discuss what is cybersecurity and its importance for medical device manufacturers. I am Dr. Ajit Patwardhan. I will be the moderator for this podcast. I currently serve as a member of the MedTech Focus Area Working Group, and I am a Medical Safety Officer at Olympus' Corporation of America. Uh, Before we start, a legal disclaimer. The views expressed in this recording are those of the individuals and do not necessarily reflect on the opinions of the MAPs or the companies with which they are affiliated. This presentation is for informational purposes only and is not intended as legal or regulatory advice. We encourage you to engage in conversations about MedTech with other MAPs members via MAPs Connect on the MAPs website or mobile app. Simply log in with your email addresses and password associated with your MAPS account and access the global community. Then click on the Discuss tab and scroll down to MedTech Focus Area Working Group in the General MAPS Connect discussion forum to post a question or review previous postings. Let us move into our discussion today. The podcast objectives are threefold. As we all know, as per the FDA, October was a Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And today we are going to talk and discuss about this critically important topic. Our objectives of this podcast are as follows. First, what is medical device cybersecurity and why should you care? Second, why does FDA and others care about medical device cybersecurity? And third, what are the regulatory expectations? I would like to thank today's speaker for sharing his subject matter expertise with the MAPS membership. Speaking today, we have John Giancidis, who is the president of CyberAkta. Uh, John, uh, if you don't mind, please briefly provide information about your current position and CyberActa. Good morning,
1: everybody. Good morning, Chief. Thanks for having me. I'm John Giancidis, I'm the president of CyberActa. We concentrate on digital in cybersecurity and uh, background has been in medical devices, both of the software compliance and really regulatory expectations uh, with the FDA and and Global Regulatory
0: Agency. Thank you very much, John. Now, as we go into the discussion, uh, the first question I have for you is, um, you know, what is cybersecurity? Can you please explain what cybersecurity means? Absolutely. Uh, think of cybersecurity as
1: the ongoing application of those best practices intended to ensure and preserve the confidentiality, integrity, and availability of any digital information, as well as uh, the safety of people and environments. Uh, it is important to note that the pillars of cybersecurity used to be a triad, uh, confidentiality, integrity, and availability. However, it is important to note that in medical device cybersecurity, safety is the newest member of the roster and it really has been introduced to address the everyday life threats posed by the Internet of Medical Things. The pillars of cybersecurity used to be a triad confidentiality, integrity, and availability. However, in medical device cybersecurity, safety is the newest member of the roster. It has been introduced to address everyday life threats posed by the internet of medical things. As such, confidentiality, the means of protecting any asset from being accessed by unauthorized parties, integrity, the consistency, the accuracy, and the trustworthiness of a process or output over its, its entire life cycle, the availability, of uh, the set of practices and tools that are designed to ensure that timely access to data, and now... In medical device cybersecurity, it's safety and is all those activities and considerations for any cybersecurity incidents that could result in injuries, either to the
0: user or to a patient, and sometimes, unfortunately, the loss of life. Thank you, John. Now that we have simulated everyone to the definition of uh, cybersecurity, can you explain uh, why does the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, care about this issue of cybersecurity of medical devices? Thanks, medical Absolutely.
1: De- it's, it's really to understand that cybersecurity is about safety. Medical devices with software uh, or software as a medical device or even connected within a network are susceptible to cybersecurity risks. These risks could potentially lead to an increased risk of harm to patients. And that, those may include denial of the intended service or therapy, and that can cause a delay of treatment. And obviously, we can have an injury or death. We can have an alteration of a device function that, again, cause uh, patient harm, uh, either as an injury or death. We and we can have really the alteration of the personal health data, and that can result in the wrong treatment or incorrect treatment being delivered and consequently have uh, injury or death. Um, From a patient impact standpoint, it's important to know there are several categories uh, for the individuals to consider, is that the impacts can be directed either at the medical devices themselves or a collateral to other malicious activity. Uh, We can have an impact directly to the patients or can have an impact to the patient care processes, the clinical workflows that exist. Some of the potential um, attack impacts. It goes back to degraded or partial functionality. Uh, a device, whether used by a healthcare professional or the patient themselves, may need, may no longer be usable. Uh, Maybe inability to access the network, uh, loss or inability to access data, uh, a denial of that service um, that either the healthcare professional or uh, the patient is using. Then, obviously, we have the the malicious. Uh, data manipulation or the device uh, manipulation itself. Going to more detail from a patient impact standpoint is we need to understand what is that degraded or partial functionality, and then what are the causes of it? Is it is it malware? Is it is it scan, scanning? Is a botnet? And some of the what we have seen uh, working with hospitals, with with uh, with other medical device companies, is that what is that the impact uh, of those examples. For instance, uh, diagnostic tests or treatments may be delayed or unable to be performed or patient monitoring can be interrupted. The other, another item is device destruction uh, that patient, patient care is impacted because of the inability to provide diagnostic tests, therapeutic procedures, or monitoring of patients. And the inability to access the, the network is is that aspect, the, the impact of the patient care because the, the patient or the healthcare professional uh, cannot access the the treatment plan or it's unable to save uh, that data that's being generated. And lastly, what, what and I want to make sure it's important to understand that, that that loss of data is is critical because it could it could have an impact to the uh, the patient history. So the so a healthcare professional will not have the complete history of treatment available for for that uh, for that patient, and that can extend to uh, medications, that can extend to laboratory results, uh, can extend to any monitoring data that would apply within a particular device uh, or a system that is being applied for the, the patient care. Uh, any question?
0: That is very interesting, John. You know, I work for a medical device manufacturer. Uh, maybe um, can you help us understand, uh, particularly, what are the regulatory expectations from medical device manufacturers?
1: Sure. Uh, from, from an FDA standpoint and really the, the rest of regulatory agencies, the expectation is that medical device security. Uh, has to be uh, part of a holistic approach because the cybersecurity landscape is constantly evolving. Um, so it's important to understand that from an FDA right now we're we're still dealing with with guidances, but from an EU MDR standpoint, there are explicit requirements as a potential security. Uh, The the Australian Therapeutic Organization has issued uh, final regulatory frameworks for for medical device cybersecurity. So it's it's an expectation that that mandates the total product lifecycle. And and really, what what we're trying to explain is that, like like any other risk, if a cybersecurity risk is not effectively managed, minimized throughout the lifecycle of a device, it can lead to issues. When it comes to to cybersecurity or medical device cybersecurity, the the recommended approach is to include risk management, change management, design control, manufacturing, uh, supply chain, complaint management, and and post market surveillance. And I'll and I'll go into more uh, more details when it comes to uh, the traditional safety risk management. As as you know, and you're an expert on that is. Uh, medical device risks, as of right now, they're managed in accordance with with ISO 14971. The, uh, the new regulations or the new expectations that require broader view of risk to address those new cybersecurity requirements. So it's important to note uh, and, uh, and identify in any company or hospital that there are three main types of risks. Security risks without a safety impact. That is the... Um, traditional uh, safety risk management approach. Then we have to look at security risks that could have a safety impact. And that is the interface that is important for organizations to have that framework in place and address that. And then the last category or type of risk is is the safety risks without any relation to security. So that is something that uh, organizations have to include and it's imperative to include as part of their, their process. What we recommend from uh, from CyberArk and really trying to be in alignment with the expectations of, of regulatory agencies is that it has to be in alignment between safety and security risk management. Uh, it's important to note that safety risk management is, is it's a core process in medical devices. But due to the broader perception of risk, it's important to have a companion process to really address and comprehend the cybersecurity risk for that particular device. If a security risk has a safety impact, it will be propagated as an input to the safety risk evaluation. So, for uh, somebody like yourself that manages uh, safety for for an organization, cybersecurity now will be uh, part of your daily activity because that impact, the cybersecurity impact will have to be analyzed for any, any aspect of it that can have an impact on the patient or the user. So it's important to, to understand that. Um, and it's really what, what we're trying to, to convey to medical uh, care professionals to safety professionals is that, Everything starts with the secure design and development of a device and it's important to understand that security risk management is an integral part of that secure development lifecycle so potential security threats need to be identified with a systematic approach uh, such as threat modeling and that is something that the FDA, especially for new applications really supports and and, and warrants in, in their submissions and really um, from a medical device software development, it's important to consider uh, or as a standard to really incorporate the existing development process with cybersecurity uh, activities. So what we mean by security by design is those, those overarching processes that an organization is using to identify the security requirements for the particular device. How is it being secured? You know, do we have security implementation? The verification and validation testing, the security update management, the security guidelines, and really how is that being communicated to the user or the patient? And last but not least, and it's it's very important, and this will be uh, for somebody that, uh, like yourself, that that oversees post-market surveillance activities is to understand that there has to be a post-market cybersecurity oversight. And that that surveillance aspect is to identify the number of safety-related hazards of a medical device that could have or may have had a, an impact by cybersecurity threats. So it's important to understand what are the activities uh, that have been taking place and, and how exactly are we going to address it within a medical device. Uh, It's important to note as as a closing statement that most organizations depend on a combination of commercial and custom-developed hardware and software products to support their medical device needs. These technology components inevitably include vulnerabilities in the design, setup, or the code that runs them. Cyber vulnerabilities coupled with growing threats create risks by leaving medical devices open to attacks, data breaches, and other cyber incidents. These events could lead to patient harm, regulatory enforcement, litigation, or even credibility loss. Organizations, medical device firms, and medical device manufacturers must understand these risks and and
0: really address cybersecurity management in a well-defined and managed program. Well, I think this was extremely important information which you shared, John, today uh, in this first podcast on this topic. I thank you very much for your um, expertise here um, and uh, you know the the next podcast we will try to discuss practical tips on how to incorporate cybersecurity in uh, into uh, our own practices and devices we would typically um, I would say like to address what are the typical questions regarding health and safety what are the typical questions regarding suitability What if my device has a measuring function? What if my device is equipped or connected to an energy source? And what needs to be included in the new era of risk? So thank you again, John. Um, I really appreciate uh, appreciate your time today. Uh, To end the podcast, I would just like to uh, say that if you are a MAPS member, thank you for your support for MAPS. Uh, If you're not a MAPS member and would like to access to additional resources in this area, please visit the MAPS website to explore joining today at medicalaffairs.org forward slash membership. This concludes the first series of the podcast.